up, everybody? This is the Spark Podcast. Joining us on today's episode, we have our leaders of the Spark Run Club. I'm Mark, and we also got Ed, we got Joe. John. Hey, everyone. I'm Jana. Hey, I'm Stephanie. And we've got Micah also coming up. If this is your first time listening, welcome and thanks for joining us. We've got a couple episodes out right now, and we have a bunch of great guests on the way that we've already recorded, and we have we also have a lot scheduled, right, Joe? Yeah, tons. It's really cool how much support we have been getting. As mentioned in our About Us pod episode, SPARK is an acronym, Support, Propel, Achieve, Run Club. And the first letter, uh, S, is for support, and we're going to be discussing that topic today. So support, it's one of our core values as a run club. As a, as a nonprofit organization. And uh, we just want to talk about what that means to each of us, what that means to us as an organization, and really how we plan on supporting others through the Run Club. But let's, let's go to everyone here. As a leader at, at Spark, what was part of your, I guess, decision to join? I guess if you, if you listen to our About Pod, um, we, we were not always Spark. We started as a different name. Um, and, and we decided to rebrand or rename the club. In doing that, I was thinking about, you know, what is this club about? You know, what is this organization about? What, what were we meeting together for and, and doing when we would run? And um, it turned out to be so much more than just a run club after meeting together for a year. And, you know, the first thing that came to my mind was the word support. And, you know, of course, that's the first letter of the um, acronym SPARK there. So, you know, to me, support meant, you know, I, I guess I stepped out in faith a little bit about starting this whole thing, not knowing how many people would even show up to these runs or, or you know, the first one was cool because people actually, you know, it was the first one. So, you know, people show up for runs or group runs, but it surprised me that, you know, the second one, the third one, the fourth one, people kept showing up. And to me, I, I felt supported, you know, stepping out in faith and you know, coming up with this run club and people showing up that I felt supported that way. Or even during the week when I would run and see other people run in or posting that they ran, it just, I was just encouraged, felt supported that way in that aspect as well. So to me, that's why, you know, I, I came up with that first letter of this acronym as being support. Cause I think ultimately I felt supported and, and that's why this club has gone on for this long. It's all these things just to reach out to a community, just to a body of people. And I think that's one of our missions is to kind of change the world through a simple sport. Yeah, for sure. It's it's so crazy how the support of, I guess, me feeling that support and then everyone else supporting it, it, it kind of just snowballed into something else where we became an actual, you know, nonprofit organization to help support others. So it's kind of, it's kind of like a fire, right? Because <laughs> we're, we're fire starters. A little, fi- a little, a little bit of a spark support there just creates a bigger fire in each one of us. I feel like, you know, hopefully we can in supporting others make them want to support others as well, and just and just keep that going. For me, support is really the the letter in the acronym that makes me well that helped my decision to when I was asked to join in the leadership because it wasn't running. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could honestly say even right now running isn't the top priority of 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 why I'm here and but the level of community the level of support 
that I receive, but also that I'm able to give because we have a platform in a space where we can offer that. There's something really powerful and spiritual about being there in person with somebody else, the ministry of presence. And so this whole thing that, you know, when I was, when y'all asked me to be part of leadership, the whole idea of being there for somebody who is struggling, not just physically, but just needs somebody to stand next to, to sit next to, of course, of course. I mean, the reason why we're, we're even doing this is to give something that people could listen to that would be positive, that would be uplifting while they're running or while they're commuting. For me personally, I love seeing people grow, not just in like physical strength, but in spiritual strength through a community. After having a taste of leading Rewire Softball, if you guys remember that, for me, it felt right to just jump into community building. It's honestly a blessing to see everyone take part in something this special. I mean, coming from a family that's, for me, like, it's pretty tight. I mean, I came from a huge family, like relatives and just immediate family. Um, We've always kind of relied on each other's support. To me, it's like when I think about that, I think about like somebody that you can lean on and you know that's always going to be there because I know with my family, I mean, it's like that, you know, when we initially we were just running and it wasn't really an official. Well, I mean, it wasn't a run club then. And then when we we started thinking about, I know we all enjoy running and, um, you know, we, we all enjoy the company of each other, but it has to be more, right? Yeah, it has to be more than just meeting like once a week or, or you know, a couple of times a week to just run and, and talk. It's got to be something else, right? Bigger that we can do and, you know, being all, all of us growing up in church and that in itself is a community. And, and you know, I, I wanted to be part of that, right? I wanted to make that difference in some, some ways that I can through something that we all enjoy, which is, you know, whether it be running, and, you know, it's not just running, just, you know, is anything else that we can do, like, you know, sharing the gospel, just building up that, building up that community and just being there for each other. I mean, that really what attracted me and what kind of drew me to, you know, to being part of this um, organization. Yeah, I think when Edwin first asked me, or I guess at the very beginning, before even leadership was discussed, I was kind of like, well, as uh, his wife, you know, we are one. So I need need to make sure that I am, you know, running and supporting this. And at the time, like you, Mark, it wasn't all about the running for me. (laughs) It was very much like, I'm not into running, but my husband's doing this and I definitely want to support him no matter what. And it was really cool to just see him um, come out from behind the scenes because he's very much a behind the scenes guy. Um, Doesn't like the spotlight, doesn't like to be in front of people. And so when I saw him take this on and um, really take the lead, it was super encouraging. And so because of that, I wanted to, you know, support him in that. And then as we, you know, just, or as I rather ran more and more, I was kind of like, oh, maybe this is something that I can make a hobby. And in the past, Edwin would always tease me and say that my hobby was flossing my teeth. So I was like, I need a, tr- I need a real hobby here, not a flossing my teeth hobby. 
So, background, right? Background, you're a dentist. Background, yes, I'm a dentist. So, you're not just infatuated with teeth. <laughs> no. Although some people are without being a dentist. So yeah, I, I started to enjoy it. And then um, one, I, I knew I already, you know, wanted to support him and um, Spark as a whole and just what the organization has given to me. So I wanted to certainly give back. And then two, it's just like other people have said, it's just really cool to see how we can use this as a ministry and how we can um, spread the love of Jesus. So, mm. yeah. That's right. Well, Spark has really been super influential and, you know, inspiring in my growth as a runner because like Mark and stuff, like I don't like running. I still kind of don't like running, but with the support and the accountability that this organization has provided, it's definitely helped me to get up, you know, before work at five o'clock in the morning to run with Stephanie. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. it's um, definitely helped a lot and I'm grateful and it's been really cool to be a part of. So of course it, it was very easy to agree to, to join um, the leadership here. I'm excited. So this next question, what do you think of when you hear the word support? In other words, in the context of Spark, um, how have you seen support actually being given and being received? So when I hear the word support, like, you know, those couples therapy or like icebreaker things that people do, like call the, the trust fall, like where you fall back and, and trust that somebody is going to be there to catch you. Um, that's what I think of when I hear the word support, like that assurance that somebody will be there to, to have your back, uh, that reinforcement that I'm not in this alone. And, yeah. and that's the whole reason why we wanted more people to help with spark because Edwin and I, we definitely can, can't do this alone. That's why you guys are here. Yeah. Y'all are our support for sure. <laughs> We're all of each other's support. No, that's good, Joe. Cause when I think of the word support. Um, y'all know that song "Lean on Me." That yeah. um, yeah, of course. Why don't you sing that for us, John? Yeah, no, I'm asking you to sing because I don't know that song. Oh, uh, you don't know that song? We'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah. have, we'll have Mark. Yeah. We'll, have, we'll have Mark play that in the background or something during this part. Hit the chorus a little bit. <laughs> uh, I prefer not to. Um, but yeah, that song "Lean on Me." Um, you know, when you're not strong, I'll be your friend. I'll, I'll help you carry on, right? So, you know, to me, support is like having someone be able to, to lean into. One of one of the guys that have come out quite a bit um, to run with us, like just during one run down at the ocean front, shared with us some stuff that he was going through, and and for him to be able to open up and share that with a couple of us, um, it meant a lot. Just because I feel like he's not like super duper close to us, but I feel like he had that bond or that trust um, with us to be able to share what was going on in his life. And um, mm -hmm. we were able just to um, spend some time with him later in that week, just you know praying for him. And um, helping them get through that um, situation he was going through. So that that's one way. I mean, it's just I think when people run and people just like I don't know if you got to run. <laughs> it's, it's hard to run and talk sometimes. But um, he was doing most of the talking. I was doing a lot of listening because I, <laughs> I wasn't able to talk during that run. But um, but yeah, just for um, us to be able to do that, I, I feel like um, or feel for people to feel comfortable with us as a group to um, be able to share that with. I thought that was uh, pretty cool. And for us to be able to kind of uh, reach out and um, say that we're here for you, we're praying for you, um, and we got your back um, was pretty cool too. The thing that I think of is uh, like support beams. 
mm. the structure that is holding up a bridge, for instance. Like part of the drive for me of supporting someone is kind of like the, the individual at the beach is because as a group, but even sometimes or oftentimes as an individual, you will have that structural integrity to be able to hold somebody up, you know? So if you, if you have something to offer, if I have something to offer, that's going to help you out, that's going to lift you and hold you up, then to offer that support is life-changing for somebody, you know, or, or else without that, without that foundation, without that integrity, they might crumble without your help. The big thing that we emphasize here is that, you know, we're all founded in Jesus. And so, you know, our belief is that because of our belief in Jesus, we have this foundation where whatever you're going through, whatever crap life has put you through, you know, Jesus provides a certain strength, a certain joy that it it really doesn't matter how hard the problem is because he's a strong enough support. He's a strong enough foundation and, and structure that you can lean on, that you can stand on, and you know it's not going to fall. So for me, what drives us is that when we come together, we have an extra, we have, we have an extra powerful bond and, and opportunity to provide a stronger structure for more people. So how about physical running? So we're talking, we're really talking about the sense of community. We're talking about being able to offer wisdom and encouragement, you know, at, a, at an emotional and spiritual level. But how about physical running? I think we were all supporting each other during that eight miler because one, it was super hot and there was just a lot of encouragement going on. Like, come on, man, you you, you got this. Let's just run to Rudy Inlet. It's like, all right, we, we're here at Rudy Inlet. All right, so let's go and make this roundabout. This is a lot for the final stretch, you know, to push you along to get you to that goal. Uh, I mean, despite our long run being eight miles, a lot of times eight miles is in a long run for a people. But for us, it was. Yeah. And that's all that matters, that to have that common goal, that can really help through supporting and encouraging, just encouraging words just to get there. What show was that? I think it was Band of Brothers. They were mm-hmm. going through um, boot camp training the, I guess their commanding officer had given them like a huge spaghetti dinner for like, you know, doing so well. And then he went around and he said, all right, now that you're done with your spaghetti, you got to run up this mountain. You have whatever minutes to do it. So they had to run. When they saw side to side that there were other people willing to run with them, it kind of made it easier for them. So it was like mm. a a, phys- a mental thing to boost the physical thing. Mm. And I'll mm. tell you what, I've run, I've run with John, Edwin, and Joe one time. It's one time for a reason, right? Joe <laughs> said, oh, you know, it's going to be easy. It's going to be easy. Always, always. You know, we get to the beach. Lies. I'm like, I'm like worried. I drank water. I ate like jelly beans. I'm like, we got this, man. I'm stretching, praying. I get there. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's do six miles. Yeah, we'll do six miles. Do like a nine minute pace. Mind you, I could do maybe three miles at a 10 minute pace. 
I'll tell you what, I didn't, that, that is not what I'm used to, but I was able to finish with you guys because mm. one, I don't want to be that guy that has to make everybody slow down. So there's, there's partly that, but it was also like, all right, well, I've got people that will just talk with me, kind of check up on me. And then it just kind of makes things easier. I finished. I was huffing and puffing, but I finished with you guys. Yeah, that's, that's true. Like for me, every time I run with Joe and Ed, man, it's it's when they do run and I try to keep up with them. It's definitely not my like comfort pace, I guess. But, you know, and you don't when you're in the midst of it, though, it's like you don't even really feel it. You just you just run right. with them. And because it's like you're in an environment where you got somebody that's just like talking to you and, and keeping you distracted, I guess. I don't know if that's purposely or it's just how it is. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it. I mean, like what you said, Mark. It's it's all of a sudden you can you you can achieve something that you didn't think you could. Yeah, so I, that's why I enjoy that 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 the community when we you know like group runs and things like that because like, and even with races too, like you know, you know they talk about yeah adrenaline is going to kick in and when you're in that environment you wouldn't even know um, that you'd finish the race and everything and and I mean that's super true. Like when I run by myself. I used to enjoy a lot just running by myself, um, but now I enjoy running with, with everyone uh, more. So physical running is supportive to like at an individual level. Cause I have to say, you know, as a cardiac nurse, cardiovascular, you know, you're taking care of yourself, even if you're walking or running so that it's supportive in that way. And then, you know, running is such a stress relief. Like I've had some runs where, especially during school and everything. It's all like a lot going on. Um, you know, I'd worship, like listen to worship music. And mm. sometimes I'd be crying on some of the runs. Like it's so mm. healing in a way. And I don't want to say self-care, but <laughs> it is. It, it is really self-care. Is. Yeah, for sure. Um, it is. Yeah, yeah. That's how it supported me a lot. Yeah, that's me too. Mm. Most of my day I'm looking at a computer. And so I usually run at the end of my day. And um, it's just kind of like my release. When you guys are talking about how the physical act of running can support others, I was thinking a lot of when I was running while pregnant. <laughs> a lot of that was just supporting myself and my body and making sure that I just was keeping a, a healthy weight. But also I knew that if somebody saw a pregnant woman running, <laughs> Um, it, it would push them. Like if she could do it, um, I could do it too. Even though I was running like 12 minute pace um, towards the end, it was like hardly a run. <laughs> um, Fast walk. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I knew that if they saw a pregnant woman running, that it, it would be an encouragement to them too. And even after running postpartum has been kind of tough and one of the challenges that spark had i think it was like a 5k 8k and the 13k i think yeah odd an eight numbered k an eight miler and that came out i think maybe at three months postpartum four months postpartum I knew that I couldn't do that eight miler alone. And so Steph and my sister actually ran with me and that was the support that I needed. Mm -hmm. I knew that I would not get to the end if I was on my own. <laughs> um, That's good. And you know, another part of that is 
running in a physical sense prepares you to be the giver of support. Running gives you support, but it also gives you the opportunity to be a support because, you know, what if Steph wasn't, what if Steph couldn't run with you? You know, mm-hmm. what if, what if John and Joe Edward couldn't run with me? Then I wouldn't have been able to push to heights that I haven't seen yet. You know, you run to prepare your own self to be a support for other people. That's right. So after this, we're all going to run together. Me and Ed are going to lead the way. And then you guys are going <laughs> to... Tonight? <laughs> and you guys are going to uh, push the boundaries of your of your paces. Physical <laughs> capabilities. I'm going to go support McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go get a support pillow. <laughs> and I'm laying my head to sleep. <laughs> so uh, currently... What are some of our support initiatives? So one that we just started recently is called Got Sneakers. This initiative is to help the less fortunate and to properly recycle shoes. Our first group run, we were able to collect about like 40 pairs of shoes, which was pretty amazing for the turnout that came. And we've been approached by another run club who wants to actually help with the cause. Um, So the run community is just so uplifting because as soon as one club starts a fire, just like we are, because we're fire starters, starters. (laughs) everybody wants to hop on that, (laughs) onto that bonfire just to make the fire burning, man. And so we just got to keep on, keep on, keeping on. Yes, we are fire starters now, but um, that's that's definitely an awesome initiative that's... Cause we're about shoes and we love shoes, but we all have too many and a bunch in our closet. So I can probably fill a couple bags myself. So we did order some more bags um, for this got sneakers initiative. So we're going to be doing that all summer or maybe just continue doing it. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. So what can people do? So what can people do to support got sneakers? They would look for just moderately used or even, I know, I mean, we got some brand issues I don't even wear um, that to just donate. Um, it's got to be sneakers though. So no like dress shoes, no uh, high heels, no flip-flops, anything like that. It's got to <laughs> be uh, sneakers. And then um, we, we donate them, send them in. And then um, the Got Sneakers crew, they um, figure out what needs to be recycled and what can be um, donated to other people to be used. And in order to donate, uh, come to one of our group runs, either come to any of our group runs, which is on Saturdays, or the other run club that is going to be helping us up shortly. They meet on Fridays. Really excited about that. I think we're going to have an overwhelming amount, which is great. What is that other club? Is that an unnamed club? No. So it's actually North End Run Club. Uh, Their leader actually approached me when I was at one of their uh, Friday runs. What up, Barry? Yeah. Shout out to Barry. Yeah. That should be coming in the next couple of weeks. Cool. That's very cool. <laughs> what's, the, what's the other one? What's the other? <laughs> um, <laughs> the Spark Park. Yeah, the Spark Park. Oh, yeah. yeah, we uh, we recently adopted a park um, in Virginia Beach, Lansdowne Lakes Park off of uh, Monet Drive. Um, so okay. um, that <laughs> Monet. Um, so that's just another initiative that we how we want to just step out and just help the community um, keep our parks clean. Um, especially um, parks where there's playground um, where kids hang out and play. We don't want any trash around that. Although 
see, did see a lot of candy wrappers, which are the kids are actually mm. making the mess out there. So, <laughs> so it was it was actually cool at the last uh, group run because the last one we did was from that park, and um, I got to stick around because I was kind of um, nursing an injury, so I was able to walk around and help clean up the park and do it with some of the kids that were that uh, I was putting them to work. But um, they actually found a lot of trash that I didn't see. So maybe they're lower level to the ground. They're actually able to see <laughs> see better there. But no, it was it was great to have them help and um, help out the community. And they're asking questions like, "Why are we doing this? And do we adopt a park?" Um, so it's definitely a, a cool thing to do. Um, once we once we do that, um, I think it's we got to do it four times a year, every other month something like that or the fourth time we do it they'll put a sign out that said that we adopted that park so um just put our name out there in the community that we're um you know helping to support and so if you have kids and you want to run we'll, we'll have a steady rotation of uh people who will watch your kids they can play on the play playground and they can pick up trash for us <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of kids got snakes kid, kid. a kid kit a kid exactly so, um john's our idea to to start something like this and i think it's awesome it's is a it? really good idea to be honest it is like, it is yeah i i think it, i mean i guess it all i mean collectively it all came about uh because we i think it was you joe or maybe it was edwin that um kind of sent us through a group text um there was a picture of this um young girl yeah in the philippines yeah. Um, that actually won a couple of races, right? With no sneakers on. So she basically just wrapped her feet up with like either, I don't know if that's like an ace wrap or, or, or some kind of tape. And basically like, like drew on it, you know, drew like a swoosh or a Nike logo. It, it kind of looked like a, uh, you know, when a boxer tapes up their hands. Right, right. Like mm. a co I think yeah, like, like we're in the hospitals, we call it like, I think Coban, which is like kind of like an A-strap but thinner and mm. it's like more elastic. Yeah. So, but just like the drive of that, that child, man, like even though she didn't have any, the right equipment, I mean, she wanted to finish this race and, and, you know, and she'll do it no matter what it is. And then nothing, you know, no, it doesn't matter if she has any shoes or no shoes. You know, all she needed was something wrapped in, you know, wrapped around her feet and everything, and she'll do it, and she won. So, yeah, so, I mean, that's how it all started, I think. You know, like, Ed is talking about how, you know, as a lot of us in the crew, I mean, we all love shoes. I mean, we even, you know, we even have shoes that, you know, probably have, we haven't even, they haven't even opened yet or they haven't even used yet. It'd be good to, to support people who don't have those, you know. That's what sparked it. <laughs> that, um, I, that idea to to kid a kid so yeah so kid a kid idea <laughs> behind it is to build up a child or a youth who's interested in running but otherwise they don't have the means to buy sneakers or run apparel and so hopefully with this initiative we'd hopefully take a kid under our wing and teach him how to run efficiently but also supplying him with the needs sneakers or running apparel and hopefully that will take him above what we're asking him or her and maybe he'll he or she will join their high school team just to spark that that thing into a, a child or a youth I, I think is will be pretty awesome 
just to see somebody grow into that. That's why it's called Kitty Kid. We're giving a kid a kit. <laughs> we want to help that. We want to help the kids. Cause spark a lot of kids. Yeah. So if if you know of any deserving child who may be in a situation that um, is kind of like what we described there, where they may not be able to afford some new shoes or do a proper running apparel, hit us up. Probably want to do just more than one kid. So maybe kit a kids. Kit, kit some kids kit, kit some kids um but but yeah just hit us up i mean i think we have a couple people in mind but i mean there's there's a lot of kids out there that need support um so please if if you know somebody um dm us through our um instagram and uh we'll reach out reach back to you about that it's amazing to think what a child can do when you give them the right resources exactly yeah for sure yeah, in our but newsletter, the, uh, we mentioned that we, I think, Ed, you say it a little better than than me, but we, we helped the Philippines. Oh, yeah. So, and that and that's why ultimately we became a 501c3 is um, because we, as a club, we just automatically or just, it was in our heart to reach out to the community. And, and a few things we did was um, we raised uh, money um, by selling some merchandise. Um, for a couple of friends who are uh, fighting cancer. We also uh, created a t-shirt to raise awareness for brain cancer, brain cancer awareness, as well as mental health awareness. Yep. Um, so John uh, created a t-shirt designed for that. We most recently supported a race, uh, a 10K with other, a few other uh, corporations in the area to help support a, a village or town in the Philippines that was um, that they're still rebuilding um, after a typhoon hit them last year. So in mm. doing all that, it just, you know, made sense for us to make this next move to, you know, become that 501c3. So we, we've done some um, past support initiatives there, but, um, you know, we got some, some cool ones coming up. All right. So that's it for uh, talking about support. We've got uh, so many other plans uh, to, to keep talking about what Spark is about, but also a lot of opportunities to talk with not only the leaders that are here in this episode, but um, with other leaders that are um, paving the way for a lot of uh, people through running. So that's it for this episode. Uh, thanks for listening. And Ed, what's the best way that listeners can reach us? Sure. You can go uh, find us on our website at sparkworldwide.org, or you can find us on Instagram at spark, that's S-P-A-R-C dot worldwide. And make sure to subscribe and follow us on uh, wherever you listen to your podcast on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, and SoundCloud, and tune in for the next episode. Until then. All right. So wait. So before we end, Jenna. Are you a fire starter? But no. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to say I am a fire starter? Like, or, yeah, whatever you want. I'm a fire starter. No. Well, I'm a fire starter too. Everybody's fire starter. And are you a fire starter? <laughs> Wrap it up, bro. Of course I'm a fire starter. <laughs> <laughs>